Hello and welcome to the Brain Bites Creative Podcast. I'm Jason Sorotin, and today I have the pleasure with speaking with someone I've talked to before on this podcast. He has another company called On Demand Orthodontist, but today we're going to be doing a practice overview with Dr. John Warford of Warford Orthodontics. John, how are you? Having a great day, Jay. Thanks so much for having me. So Dr. John is a, a Dr. John Warford is a practicing orthodontist in Bismarck, North Dakota that has treated over 10,000 cases over the last 16 years and is a global thought leader with Spark Aligners, which is a part of Ortho Ormco Orthodontics. So let, let's jump into this. You've been in um, Bismarck. How long have you been practicing there? It's actually going to be uh, eight, uh, 18 years uh, this summer. Wow. What, what just, so you got out of school, what drove you to Bismarck? Well, I grew up in Bismarck. Uh, my father uh, was and is an orthodontist. Um, he started a war for orthodontics in 1973. And so uh, we're celebrating 48 years this year. And um, the, uh, so I spent the first seven or eight years of my practice uh, working nearly every day with him. And uh, he was very involved with politics, and then he got involved with higher education. And so we, uh, he, he continued to come into the practice, but we kind of, uh, I, I went on this liner journey mostly by myself. So uh, the, the last 10 years has been a, a, an evolution in learning aligners. And uh, even though, yeah, he was in the practice just yesterday, uh, uh, helping with a small subset of the patients, um, he still uh, really, really enjoys coming around and uh, being an orthodontist. And what, what an experience to get to share those years with your dad. Yeah. What, like, what has it been like to, I mean, you obviously fell in love with it early. How did, how did your fascination with it go just because dad was doing it? Well, yeah, it's funny because uh, a couple of years ago, my parents found a, a, um, they found a picture that I drew of a smile and uh, a, a poem that I wrote when I was, and I could send that to you if you want to put it. I would love that. When I was six years old, and I it, it, I didn't know I didn't know if it was a limerick or a haiku, and actually um, I looked into it and real, realized that it was neither of those. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wrote a poem about being orthodontist when I was six, and I remember taking one of my dad's uh, orthodontic books and saying, "I'm going to learn how to be an orthodontist, and I'm going to start." I'm going to copy every word in this book. And by the time I finish this book, I might as well, I, I'm sure I'm going to understand what orthodontics is. And I don't think I made it more than three <laughs> or four pages of this book. But um, I actually, when going through high school, I kind of wanted to get into medicine. And then in the, the early 90s, um, medicine was kind of going through a little bit of an upheaval as far as how care was delivered. And uh, every every physician specialist or generalist that I that I spoke to and shadow studied said, "Man, do what your dad does. Don't go into medicine. Go to dentistry and do what your dad does because that's that's where it's at. If you want to own your own business and be the master of your own destiny." And so I, uh, I was fortunate enough at the time back uh, you know back in the mid '90s. You know, they let uh, they let pretty much anybody in a dental school. Nowadays, it's a very, very hard thing to get into. And then I was very fortunate uh, because it's only about a one percent chance of getting into orthodontics. I was very fortunate to, to get the opportunity to go into orthodontics. And so, whoa, whoa, one percent chance. Yeah, one percent chance of being an orthodontist. Like once you go into dental school, once you go into dental school. Yeah. So you, I think nowadays it's like. 
I don't know the exact numbers, but it's almost it's almost a one percent chance of getting in dental school. Now it's very very difficult to get to dental school, and then wow. to get into orthodontic in an orthodontic residency program. I mean, it, it's it's a very very challenging thing. Take it, go back to when my dad was in school, and they're putting bands and and bands on every single tooth. It took three or four hours to start a patient. Nobody wanted to do ortho. It was really, really technically very, very demanding. And now everybody wants to do it. And so, um, yeah, I was very fortunate. Um, I tell I tell kids that shadow study me, I mean, yeah, you want to be an orthodontist, but you better be happy. You know, dentistry is a great thing in and of itself. And there's a lot of things that I actually miss about dentistry in general, because I really, really enjoyed it. I was rather talented at it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I really love orthodontics. The, the, the ability to transform, I mean, I don't, I mean, I sell straight teeth, right? I mean, yeah. but ultimately what it comes down to is that I'm selling self-confidence. I'm selling possibilities. I'm selling a new life because, and, and I see this every single day. And so it's such a fulfilling thing to do. Um, and, and, and I, and I just, I heard, just heard it yesterday, 57 year old woman. I treated her daughter 15 years ago and she's like, I never thought this would mean so much to me. And now she's 57. I've got a 72 year old woman in treatment right now that has such crooked teeth that it, she told me in tears in about 15 minutes, how it affected every single step of her life. And it took her to 72 years old to say, damn it, I'm going to do this now. And she's now six months into treatment. Everything's going great, but to, to think that, you know, able to make that change, whether they're, well, a seven-year-old doesn't really know what they're avoiding, right? Uh, a 12 or 13-year-old usually has a pretty good idea, but adults are really fun because they live with things a certain way and then they, they, they really, really appreciate it. And it's, uh, so it, it's such a, it's such a really fun job because it's got that aspect to it, plus all the technicality and the artistic qualities, you know, as well. So it's, it's, it's really a, a great job to have. That would be my advice to any young person is like, go out and do something that makes people happy because yeah. your job is so much better. Like marketing is the same way. I can go and change someone's business. I can yeah. save their business sometimes. And man, yeah. there's nothing better than that. You know, they where somebody thought it the hope was gone or that they couldn't get back on track. And then all it takes is somebody else with an outside perspective to come in and change it. And that's what yeah. you guys do with, I mean, teeth is just like, if you have messed up teeth, life is difficult. Yeah. You are judged. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's yeah, crazy. It yeah. And I have a, um, I have a, uh, it's called Jereen's Wish, Jereen'sWish.com. And uh, this girl that came to me in 2006 that her make-a-wish was to get braces. It wasn't, it wasn't to get her teeth straight. It was just to get braces on. And, um, and I, I said to myself, I, her palliative care nurse was a patient at the time. And, and this nurse came and said, you know, I've got this, this girl that they can't afford ortho. She wants braces more than anything else in the world is her dang make-a-wish, right? She's got stage four cancer. She's 14 years old. And I said to myself, if somebody wants ortho that bad, it's their make-a-wish, right? They're not, she's not even going to live long enough to have, have her teeth straight, but she wants to experience the possibility of having teeth straight so badly that I started this program and have donated almost a million dollars in treatment now in the past 15 years. Bravo. And so the reason I bring that up is because what you're talking about is I, as part of the program and getting into this program, these patients have to write an essay of what it means to them. And 
the almost every single every single letter that we get, it brings a tear to your eye. And some of them are extremely compelling. I mean, this is such a pain point for these people. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, for some of them, it, it's such a big deal that I say to myself, if, I, don't even, I don't care about the money, obviously. If, 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 I can, if I can do something to improve this person's life in such a dramatic way, I, I mean, I'm, I feel very blessed to have that, that opportunity. And, it, you know, so to get to this What's point, the URL? You have to tell us the uh, URL. I yeah, can't spell uh, that name. It's uh, Jereen, J-E-R-E-N-E-S, Jereen'sWish.com. G? J. J? J-E-R-E-N-E, Jereen, S, Jereen'sWish, W-I-S-H.com. Make sure you all go to Jereen'sWish.com. And can you donate there? Uh, no, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't, I don't take any donations. I actually, what? I, yeah, I actually, I, I actually had it. I actually had a little girl a couple of weeks, uh, a couple months ago. She knew about this program. She gave me a $20 bill. Dude, we got to get said, that on there. And, and she said, use this, use this to help other kids. And she, this 16 year old girl gave me a $20 bill. And it's, I, still sitting on my, it's still sitting on my desk. I don't quite know what to do with it. I and know so, so many people who would donate to that. Yeah, there there are some there are some programs out there, and 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 the reason I originally got this program is from uh, my residency at UMKC, University of Missouri, Kansas City. There was a uh, it was called the Brown Foundation. Uh, Virginia Brown is a woman that had donated money to have this foundation to pay for treatment of needy kids, and that's where I got the original idea. But I didn't want to be beholden to anyone, so I uh, so I just do it pro bono on my own and um it's it's a it's a, it's very very uh, it's an amazing thing and uh you know last year we did uh you know uh, six or eight and uh six or eight kids in which um uh, we talked to some high school counselors and said, do you have any kids that you know that could really benefit from orthodontic treatment? And there are kids that really are trying to do something with their life. And, uh, and so, and one of the kids, uh, you know, he, he was a, he's a champion wrestler and he's going to college on a, on a full ride wrestling scholarship. And, uh, and now he's got straight teeth on top of it. You know, it's, uh, you know, life changing. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 you know, straight teeth is one thing, but the, the, you mentioned the teeth is big. I mean, I think if you look uh, teeth and eyes are usually one of the top two things for either gender and what you're looking for in someone else. It's, it's one of the top things uh, always. And uh, yeah, the teeth is, a, it's, it's a very, very important thing. And we could get into the psychology of it at some point if you want it, but it's, it's big stuff. Yeah. We're hitting on it a little bit, but I want to dive into kind of your, your philosophy on patient care. Yeah. So, um, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a, uh, close to perfectionist. Um, I, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm always striving for, for, for perfection. And, uh, even though I may not always achieve it, I'm always, I'm always trying to do my very, very best. And so, um, you know, patient care is very important as I had kids that have become into orthodontic age, I started to resonate very differently. I think with the parents of my patients, uh, that was, that was a big thing when I was, when I didn't have any kids, you know, I, I couldn't quite relate to somebody that had an eight, 10 or 12 year old, the same way that I can now. And so, um, you know, I, I'll, you know, Hippocrates said over 2000 years ago, if a patient can be treated, uh, if a patient can be made well in many ways, choose the one least troublesome, right? And so I've kind of taken that quote to heart and said, if a patient can be 
treated well in many ways choose the one least troublesome. So I'm always trying to do the what's easiest and best for the patient, best being met, highest quality, but not doing anything more cumbersome than really needs to be done. And maybe some of that has to do with my rural, I'm not rural, I mean, Bismarck is, is a major city, but um, I'm not New York or Minneapolis or LA. Um, I've got patients driving two and three and four hours one way for an appointment. So I'm always trying to say, okay, they're, they're devoting a tremendous amount of time to come and see me. How can I maximize their dollar, maximize their time spent? And so that's what got me into aligners uh, at, at 10 years ago, because aligners 15, 20 years ago were very, very limited in what they could do. And so that's what got me into aligners. And instead of just saying, hey, I'm going to mess around with these aligners and give it to the easy patients, I said, I'm going to learn how to do these aligners and I want to use it on my hardest patients. And so uh, I, I took that bull by the horns. It's been a very, very expensive um, tuition that I've had to pay uh, because aligners are not inexpensive. But I've finally gotten to the point where we're treating the vast majority of our patients with aligners and it's going better than it ever has been before. And it's really, really fun. Tell me about your team. Well, the, yeah, that's that's a good question. I have an amazing team. Um, uh, we had, uh, at the end of last year, we had... Uh, Man, Nancy retired. <clears throat> she had been with uh, the practice for almost 46 years. Oh my so, gosh. So she, um, yeah, so she had, uh, and we have, and we have someone now, uh, Kathy's been with the practice. I uh, geez, it's 36, 37 years. And so um, we, we've had, we've got a lot of longevity. We have. Um, That's a, so a, cool. It, it is cool. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's like Nancy. I mean, she's been doing. Are it you in the same was, building? Um, it's the second location for the practice. Uh, my dad, they built the building in 1984. And so, um, but it, it's fun because, you know, for Nancy and my dad too, um, for him to, they knew how to do things when it was really and nearly primitive compared to how it is now. And uh, for them to go and for Nancy to about five or six years ago, say, you know what? I'm cool. I want to learn this aligner thing too. And for her to go to learn how to scan and, and deliver aligner th uh, aligners. And, and she was, you know, she'd been doing it for over 40 years. And so, um, so I've got an, I really have a truly amazing team. Um, uh, the, we have a, a, an interesting nuance in our team is that we all kind of see each other as equals. I mean, of course I'm, you know, I'm, I'm writing a paycheck, but they're all extremely talented and they're all, um, they're given a runway to do things um, in, in, in a way in which they can really feel ownership in the position. And especially with the virtual orthodontics that we do, it's, uh, it's a really fun way to, uh, to treat as an assistant or, you know, I really try to empower them to, uh, to be all they can be. And I say, you know what, I want you to be better off for having come to this job. You know, it's not really a job. I mean, it's, I mean, what kind of job do you get? I mean, you get paid to go and make someone's life better. You know, I mean, that's, that's a pretty damn good job. And so, um, I could not do this the way that I could do it now if I didn't have an amazing team that's very highly trained. Um, most of my assistants, actually all my assistants are uh, as smart as uh, the many orthodontists that I know, um, especially when it comes to aligners. And they're very critical thinking people that really care about the patients. And they're just, they're really, really smart. I mean, it's, it's really fun to be surrounded by people that are, that are they're such high performers. And it, it sounds like you've assembled a great team and, and had the benefit of having an incredible foundation from your dad, which is just such a such a cool thing. I, I mean, just to carry on the torch. Do you have children? 
Yeah, I've got four daughters, uh, 16, 13, and uh, our twins are 10. So which one are you making be an ortho? <laughs> I'm, I'm not making any of them do anything. I, I tell them, I just want you to do what makes you happy. And um, um, so I'm not sure. Um, I have not met a sad ortho yet, I, ever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, guys, it's, it's a really good life. It's a one it percent life, it right? Is. One it, percent of you get to do it. Yeah, it, and it you know it's a great life. And I think in the you know U.S. news, like best jobs, I think we're always in the top five. Um, you know, but you know the way that we do things, which you know about with the liners and virtual treatment, and the amount of time that I have to be in the office in person. I mean, it's pretty amazing because we're doing things better than we were. You know, you know, seeing, you know, having to be there, seeing hundred and some patients a day, you know, now we're seeing less than half of that in person. And it's, it's, it's really, really fun now. What's the best thing about where your practice is located in Bismarck, North Dakota? Um, uh, I, I used to say it'd be sort of lack of competition, but really, you know, our competition is not and there, there's a number of orthodontists now um, in which the, when I started, there's only one other office. Um, but, you know, you know, our competition is essentially mediocrity is that people just don't really want to have the best. Isn't that um, the best? It's yeah. the easiest. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, the, um, the best thing about being in Bismarck is, I mean, I get to deal with, a, you know, a very dramatic um, uh, swath of people, everything from cosmopolitan types to, um, uh, you know, uh, farmstead types that are living, you know, in the middle of nowhere. And because of how I grew up and because of the, the vast, you know, number of different experiences I have, you know, I grew up, I grew up working on it. My family's had a ranch since 1984 and I grew up working my tail off being a farm and ranch kid all summer long, hating every minute of it, of course, but now looking back and saying, you know, that was, you know, learning to go and get a job done, even though you didn't really want to do it. I'd rather be, you know, messing around and playing with my friends and going to the mall or something. Um, and that, that gave me the ability to uh, be able to have a rapport with, with a very different, diverse group of people. And so, and we've got that here in, in uh, North Dakota, a great group of people and uh, a great population. It's a, it's a fun place to be in practice. What's the best marketing activity you've ever done over the course of your practice to drive new starts? Um, I've tried lots of different things. And as, as you know, I'm still not completely, uh, uh, you know, satisfied with a lot of different ones. There's another one I need to talk to you about, but um, to be honest with you, the, uh, the two things, one is, uh, is what I call the platinum rule. Uh, you know, the golden rule is treating others how you want them to be treated. The platinum rule is treating others better than they expect to be treated. And so that I learned that from my dad and then my staff really embodies that. So that internal marketing and having people really feel good coming to the office. And I have, I finish patients. They're like, I don't want to stop coming. You know, and that's so awesome. And so that's number one. And because because the uh, vast majority of our referrals are family and friend referrals they are like, no, you need to go here. So that's number one. Number two is um, as I've become uh, more of a leader in the aligner industry and being able to treat patients from a greater distance um, and being more confident in it, I've started to speak uh, on the behalf of aligner companies. And um, I've spoken to different dental offices, some of which are uh, very great 
distance away from our office. And, and once you show them these cases and you're, and they, and they get to know who you are face to face and they're like, Hey, this is a real guy. And he can really do what he says he's going to do. Um, that has been another significant driver for us because these offices that are two and three hours away that um, they never would have referred in the past by, by bringing that awareness to them. Um, and that only happens because of technology, because you're not going to be making a six hour drive if you have to do it once a month. And so um, that's been a real significant uh, you know, marketing thing for us in the, in the last uh, two or three years, a very significant one. You're going out and you're actually helping people change their business. You're putting yep. them on a path to success. It becomes a whole different ball game when you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because yeah. you're not out for you. You're yeah. when you're out when you're working f- towards making other people successful, the success follows. Yeah. So it and, and I think that's what you get when you make people have a really great smile, you know, it's going to come back to you in other ways. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah. you guys have been crazy successful. Um wh- how has market ortho marketing do you think changed over the past decade? Like from your perspective of being in it like, did you do um, I yellow think, pages and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did yellow pages. I remember that. And then it's like, oh, I have to do it. And then you're like, oh, he's got a bigger ad than I do. You know, and then it's like, I don't think I want to do it anymore. And then they just they pressure you and push oh. on you. And, then, and they think that you're going to go out of business if you stop. Then finally, <laughs> my wife and I just said, OK, we're done. We're just done with yellow pages. Um, the biggest thing is that Pretty much, I mean, it doesn't take like you can uh, you can find someone that that says that they can help you, um, and they can revolutionize your business. I mean, it doesn't take very long to find somebody. There's tons of companies out there, but they um, they're not customizing things, um, and you you really need to believe in the person and like the person, and then the ROI, of course, is very very important, right? And I've Massive. I've been the, I've been the victim of empty promises. Oh, well over a dozen times. And, and it's, it's been a very, very costly thing. Yep. And um, so it's, uh, yeah, finding the right orthodontic marketing person. And I know that you work with some really well-known people that aren't going to be working with you <laughs> unless they, unless they truly believe in you. And so, um, uh, so that's, you know, I think that's one thing that, uh, that Brain Bites is going for them is the fact that you, you've got friends that can say, Hey, I'm working with this guy. I believe in this guy. It, it works. He can deliver the results. Plus you're, you're so darn good looking, you know I mean? That, that's a we, we wanted to change, like, just like you, we want to change the game, man. Like we don't, we see people, I see people doing wrong and taking people's money and not doing work. It drives me crazy. It'd be like somebody putting out somebody with had braces with a crooked smile after they've yeah. had braces for a year. It's yeah. like, this is, seems to be the only business where it's acceptable to have failure month after month and people keep giving you money. And yeah. it's because, and so my mission, I'm going to do, I'll talk to orthos every day until I can get people to listen to me about the, the, the thievery going on. It's, it's yeah. really, to me, it's despicable because orthos are the nicest people I've ever met yeah. by far. My favorite clients, I've changed my whole business because I'd rather serve orthos than a lot of other of my clients. Because orthos, when you do that, when you actually serve them right, man, they're not going anywhere. You guys are going to be friends forever. You're going to go out drinking together and you're going to have a partnership. That's cool. And what they want in orthodontists, how I work is like, I want to. 
find somebody that I believe in, I like and can del- deliver. And I'm like, okay, man, I'm not going to micromanage your world. That's your job. You, you do what you need to do to get it, to make it happen. And I'm just going to trust you that you're going to get the job done. And that just does not happen very much these days. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's too but, bad. But a lot of people like you are already busy, right? They've yeah. got full offices, right? So it doesn't become super important. And luckily you have such a, I mean, you've been there for so long. You're in like the best spot. You could probably not do marketing and still be successful for years to come. That's awesome for you. A lot of people don't have that luxury. Yeah, and no. like the, the those people who are sitting around waiting, they will just get stomped. And I'm really worried about some of the older docs that I talk to. No matter how much I try to educate them, they don't get it. And so I'm really working on trying to build educational materials to because you guys are all smart. Yeah. Like, you're super smart guys. You're the, you're the 1%. You're the 1%. So, I mean, I feel like if we keep doing it, people will get it. And those who will need it will, will, will get it when they need it. And then there's, there's so many guys like you though, who are just in like a really great spot. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I have to pinch myself sometimes. I mean, it's, but it's, you know, it's been a lot of blood, sweat and tears to get to this point. I mean, it's, oh, been, yeah. a lot of money, it's been a lot of money spent. It's been a lot of frustration. It's been a lot of training, a lot of education, but I mean like the average, you know, orthodontic conversion rate is like 65 to maybe 70%. It's amazing. And, 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 you know, I've got some amazing TCs and the amazing front desk staff, amazing new patient phone call. I mean, we're, we're on average well over 90%. How, how so, important is that first impression? Oh, well, we, we have what we call my front desk person, the, 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 uh, the chassis is her name. She's the director of first impressions. That's her title. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, and, you know, not only is she really good at, it, we've had, we've had people call in and secret shopper saying, oh, she can't be that good. I mean, you know, there's gotta be something we can teach her. And I, this, this well-known group called in and the guy called and he called me after he's like, damn, she's good, you know? And so Chastity learned because she loves it and she really believes in orthodontics. She's got an interesting story. She used to, my dad straightened her teeth when she was a kid and she lived in an apartment building a couple blocks away. And she said to herself one day when she was like 19 or 20, she said, I want to work there someday. And she tells me this at her interview, like three or four years later. And I'm like, man, that is, a, that's awesome. You know, thoughts become things and, uh, they do. So yeah. So that's our director of first impressions. You know, it's extremely important and, um, yeah. And the, you can make or break it, man. on that, on that first patient phone call. Yeah, absolutely. And I have, I have two more questions. Your time's yeah. very valuable and it looks yeah. like you're having a great vacation or something. Yeah. So what can you, what can someone expect when they make an appointment with your practice? Uh, well, you know, differently than, than most, um, you know, we can, we give them, we do everything. We do uh, scan with smile simulation, uh, 3D scan, no radiation, of course. We don't do impressions anymore. Do full photos, do the diagnostic x-rays. This is all at, at no charge to them. That's completely, uh, you know, completely uh, free of investment. And they get to spend time with me. And I say, here's what we need to do. Here's what, or here's what the problems are. Here's what I suggest we do. They're involved. We have a very transparent practice. I mean, I don't say this is what you're going to do or or else. I mean, it's like with, it's a team effort between the patient and myself and my TC. And again, I've got such an amazing team that I'm all, I wouldn't say I'm just a periphery part of it, but 
um, it's uh, you're dealing with a team here. It's not you and the doctor. And so, um, uh, you know, they that's one big advantage is they get all that. They get all that information. They get the they get fully educated as uh, everything from no treatment, what the consequences might be to different options during treatment. So uh, whether it's brackets or aligners, um, they get to make the decision. And so they get because we do braces, because we do more aligners than anyone between Minneapolis and Seattle, Washington, uh, we offer both options very confidently, um, unlike a lot of other orthodontists. What is um, the future like for Warford Orthodontics? Well, I, the, the future is kind of now, um, there's, there'll be some changes in the next year or so we're privy to with, um, with our partnership with, uh, spark aligners and with the dental monitoring co company. Um, but things are going to be better. Um, the number of visits in person are going to even be less. Um, but, and so treatment's going to be more convenient, um, continue to be a very competitive in, in investment, um, but it's going to become more and more and more efficient, more convenient, more predictable, and uh, it's going to require even less visits than it has in the past. And so we're kind of at a point now where we don't see a patient nearly as much as most orthodontists do in person. We see you more often, of course, uh, with the virtual scan. Um, but uh, because of technology, and it's really exciting, it's coming uh, next year, um, the ability to see patients even less, which is a big deal, especially when you're coming 100 or 200 miles uh, for an appointment. Uh, so even be able to treat them better with less visits is, uh, is kind of the goal. That's amazing. Dr. John Warford, Warford Orthodontics, thank you so much for your time. If you are in the Bismarck area in North Dakota, or apparently five to 10 hours away because he's that <laughs> damn good, go to warfordorthodontics.com. He's got a couple links there. You can call them and schedule an appointment. Dr. Warford, always a pleasure. Thank you for your time today. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate it, man. On behalf of Brain Bites Creative, I'm Jason Sroden. We'll see you next time.